Justin and Gadula. Team June. Come start. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to the Toon Review, and tonight is the Fan Forum uh, with me and Billy and all of the Newcastle fans here on the uh, Fan Forum. First of all, how are you doing, Billy? I'm good, mate. You? Not too bad. Um, hope everyone's all right in the chat. Um, I can see all the rabble on in the uh, in the green room, but we're going to go through um, a few comments. But before we do get into the Fan Forum tonight, everyone, can you please drop us a subscribe and a like? as it does boot or boost us up uh, in the algorithms for YouTube to, so you guys can find the Toon Review on the recommending page on YouTube. Um, and also um, you can find the socials down in the, in the description below. Right, so um, evening, si um, evening, Mary. I uh, hope you're all well. Um, Discord is really good to have a, a convo in, uh, says James. Um, up the A1, evening. Uh, and then uh, John uh, Fez is there. Good evening, Fez. Um, evening, Matty. Uh, Royce says, Evening, all. Uh, forgive me, um, if he's been mentioned before, but Evan Ferguson looks a real deal. Has it been mentioned or rumored, Billy? What are your thoughts on Evan Ferguson? Good player, but we haven't really any shape, way, or form. So, for me, you know. for me, with Evan Ferguson, I think it's his first breakthrough season. I think Brighton need to give him one more season to uh, proper develop him because I think. Things with these um with these upcoming players, they move on really quickly from their current clubs and then they fail at a bigger club. So I feel like give Ferguson one more year. Uh evening Tom, how you doing? Uh good evening, everyone. Looking forward to another great show, says George. Evening George, uh, evening George. Um Ian A, evening everyone, evening Ian, uh, evening Julie, um, and then Ian A. Hello, Fez. Um Steve Mallon. Uh, well, I joined the Discord this afternoon and then immediately had to mute the notifications as my phone blew up. Have mercy on your on your phone there, Steve. Uh, evening, TTR family. Hope everyone's good. Good luck, Jack, on your first time hosting TTR. Thank you for that, Spike. Uh, evening, Mary. New Jersey, Jordy. Uh, Jordy, sorry, sorry. Uh, evening, everyone. Um, who heard the news today? The tune are coming to my backyard. I'll be planning a fan uh, fan fest beforehand. Seeing you there. Now, um, we will get on to that later in the show because uh, there's some news um, on about uh, Newcastle going to the US. Very exciting stuff. Uh, hi, Mary and Julie J from Ian. Um, George, um, <laughs> yes, boys, is George. Uh, Cushy, good luck, Jack. Cheers, Cushy. Um, uh, Paul O'Keefe, evening all. Uh, John Green, hi, everyone. Evening, Clarky. And then there's Steve again. Uh, James Matthews Photography. Hi, everyone. Have a good show. Um, casual um, football things, you too. Um, whoever whoever gets the most pissed up uh, can get a crash on my couch, says uh, New Jersey Geordie. <laughs> Not sure what that's about. Um, hi, Jack and Billy, says Ian A. Hello, Ian A. Um, um, 
bear with me guys i'm on the laptop today i'm not in my usual background as you can see i'm away in whitby at the minute i'll be back tomorrow though uh but give me give you just bear with me guys because i'm on one of them <laughs> you know what i mean billy one of them little pad things on my laptop yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> um uh can you cheers jack uh you and billy this is roger um hi Mary, says julie um oh these bloody things on my on the laptop uh today after hearing the welcome to wrexham song um i've been hearing uh, bring on the deadpool and uh, rob mcclenny all day we need a strong um we need a song for war mandy well it is a birthday today billy isn't it it is a birthday uh so happy birthday to amanda staverley the best corona um in her football history uh evening jack and billy hope you both are well says mary cheers mary um evening jack and bill uh a light rhymes indeed it does um even jack and billy says norvik um apple um you're meant to be uh you're meant to be off uh sitting in that uh, sitting in that uh, chat isn't off um hi john and tom uh big lads right should we bring on the rabble then billy should we bring them on yeah let's let's see who we've got in the background i could see two or three four five five people we've got mason Hello, lads. Uh, and then, and then we've got. Hold on, hold up. It's Dan. And then we've got Dan. Right. How are we doing, lads? Not, Not too bad. bad. Not doing too bad. Oh, I need to get this chat sorted. Uh, hi, Jack and Billy. Um, you really need the same haircut as Paul and Billy. I do not. I'm keeping my fresh. I'm keeping my hair. Uh, there's no chance I'm going going back to lockdown looks. I tell you that. Um, patience is a virtue it'll come in the next 30 years or so it's not going anytime soon I'll tell you that Billy um, <laughs> casual football things no well, <laughs> you want dear it doesn't hasn't got me I've got plenty of hair and I'm, I'm over 50 well, you're still coming yeah, you, you flash your appendage on the screen Paul that's the difference <laughs> <laughs> and you don't right. Never right, so we're gonna we're gonna kick this uh, fan forum off with a little bit of um. Now, me, Billy, and Paul and Alex have already talked about uh, the Gordon incident, but I want to get you guys' thoughts on the Gordon incident as well. So uh, we're gonna um, we're gonna go to Paul. Um, what uh, what are your thoughts on the Gordon incident that took place on Saturday against Brentford? Um, I don't really read much much into it. Really, he's, he's a young lad. He, he got upset. Because he got took off, because he, you know, he had just been subbed on, then he got subbed off. But you know, I wouldn't read too much in it. But it's just the skip rats, you know, just putting that shit in like usual. You know, just give a lot of chance. You know, it's gonna come good. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, Mason, what are your thoughts on um, the Gordon incident? Um, was a little bit disappointing, um, because I thought. Just would have given him a chance coming up to Newcastle from Everton, but I was just a little bit disappointed. But to be honest, when I seen that um, he's Eddie Howe, Eddie Howe, Matt Ritchie said stuff, then just to calm it down, and I seen like he he's forget it. I thought he's been he's understand now what what he's learned his lesson about what he did when he came off and. Um, yeah, it's disappointing, but he'll learn because he's still a young kid. Because he's like twenty-two, he's still that age where he's kind of a, kind of a young young kid. But he'll learn, and yeah, I'm just a little bit disappointed. But I'm seeing his um, 
I'm happy that he's got over it, to be honest. Yeah, I've been seeing fans on um, social media going um, about needs to be dropped for Saturday. Um, um, Darren, do you think... Uh, Dan, sorry. Uh, do you think he should be dropped for Saturday after what he did? No. I think it, it just shows his passion of it. Um, I mean, you're going to be angry if you've been subbed off and subbed on, sorry, and taken off. But end of the day, yeah, he probably shouldn't have done what he did towards Eddie, but he'll learn from it. I'm sure they're all friends. It just shows his passion. He wants to be on pitch, doesn't he, end of the day? So don't read too much into it. Yeah, I mean, I feel like some of the fans are getting um, a bit carried away uh, on social media. I don't think he should be dropped. Like um, like Mason said, he's young um, and, he, and he's up and coming and he's going to be fiery um, trying to get on the pitch. Um, he's going to be um, fiery and he's going to be battling to get onto the pitch. I think he's starting um, next Saturday, if I'm perfectly honest. I think it's a perfect pep talk for him to start next Saturday. Yeah. Uh, Joy Hawaii man says, Annie, was it uh, was it you throwing the eggs at the, uh, at the uh, Borough fans? Uh, I can't, can't, I can't, I can't say for legal reasons. Uh, can, neither, can, can neither confirm or deny. I can neither confirm or deny. <laughs> no, it wasn't me, no. It was quite funny, though, because the Borough fans did take it in jest, so that was good of them. Um, meal all... What was that, Billy? It was a fucking meal for them. They were fucking chuffed to bits with it. Especially he stuff. <laughs> um, Alric Ulls says, Reese. Um, how are the lads? Uh, good evening, everyone, says Carlton. Um, evening, Ian. Hope you're well. Um, Fez, uh, Fez saying, don't forget to join our um, revamped Discord server, lads and lasses. So make sure uh, click that link. Uh, get joined the Discord. Gordon is, uh, Gordon is much... Um, um, Ado about nothing. He played well on Saturday. I thought he played good as well. Um, I think it's not just about him trying to get goals. I think it's also about him uh, working hard for the team, working hard off the ball, tackling. Um, do you see it like? Um, do you see it like that, Darren? Yeah, I see it. I, I played football when I when I was younger. I hear getting subbed off no matter what. I was said, "How oh, I'm the joke." Should have kept us on. And it's just it, it just people it gives chance to people. Just to win, or didn't make a slight comment over nothing. I was, I wasn't disappointed. That's just short passion. Yes, he, yeah, he probably, he's probably learned from the state what he's done now. You know, like, but uh, it's a, it's, 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 over, it's over now, really. They were all that. I said I wasn't disappointed. It's, to me, it was passion. When I played football, if I got subbed off, I was never happy. I was like through what I was doing. If I got subbed, I was the one to get taken off. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's what they're paid to do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're paid to play football, and uh, that's why they've gone through the whole. Like Gordon went through the whole Everton academy. He's gone through that to play football and to be on the pitch. And if they're not on the pitch, then they feel a bit useless. They feel a bit. Well, why am I here? I- I'm meant to come here to play first team football. Um, so he's he's there to play football. So um, it's not going to feel great being subbed off, and especially being subbed on at half time as well. And then just getting subbed straight off. I know there's like 20 seconds left, but he still wants to be on the pitch. So it just shows a, um, it just shows passion. And um, what exactly what um, Bath Northeast says? Um, it's called passion. No one wants to come off. 100 percent uh, Bath. I think I think you're spot on side of me, like Anthony. Anthony I going yeah, I do. He's definitely he's definitely pushing for a start. That's for sure. He's definitely yeah, pushing for a start. Could maybe done that one side, didn't he? he was like he, he looked lost on there. Side Murphy, like yeah. I said he looked kind of back to his old self, which is not 
yeah. what we want. Um, he's played three <laughs> games in six days. I mean, it's something he's not used to. Murphy, he's lucky he played three games a season for the past couple of years. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, a bit of fitness, a bit of fitness issues maybe. Um, but Gordon is definitely pushing for a start and he does all the work Murphy does defensively and he can do the press too. So, I don't see why I don't put him in, to be honest. Uh, Spacebar, exactly what we're saying here. Uh, watch the lads get a, watch the lad get a get a start on Saturday. We'll have to wait and see what Eddie says in the press uh, in the press presser. But um, he could be in for a shout, that's for sure. Uh, evening, lads. How you're keeping? Says Lee. I'm doing great, Lee. Um, uh, Troll says here what Gordon uh, did wasn't passion, but it was. It, but uh, but that doesn't mean uh, he should be slated for it. Hope he has uh, learned and don't do it again. Says Trolls. Yeah, of course it's passion, but it's not. Some, you do see that often with players coming off the pitch. They kick a water bottle. They argue with the manager. Um, it just shows that I think it is passion. Do you guys think it's passion? I mean, a lot of you have said it's passion. I think it's passion as well. Uh, Roger yeah. says a young man at petulance. Um, subs, subs, annoying for any player unless injury. Yeah, like I just said, you don't you don't want to get subbed, do you? You don't want to get subbed. You just want to uh, play it. But then? You just want to play it. You do, you do. It's just what you paid for. It's just what you paid for. And he's uh, and, and coming to Newcastle. You want to play at the game because you want to prove a point to the fans as well. So yeah, you want you want like say but he said you want you want to get a start. You want to play up and start. He'll, he'll get his chance. Everybody knows you will. It's just when on the first half against Brentford, you tell we didn't turn up first half and the changes did work. So Eddie Howe was it may be time to change now. You might know that. I mean, it's the Premier League. Every player wants to be playing in the Premier League. I mean, most players on, on the interview say, look, biggest league in the world, best league in the world. This is every kid's dream. Mm-hmm. Uh, how are we doing, everyone? Thanks for setting up the new Discord. It's a mint idea, said Louis. Um, can someone post a Discord link, please? I think Fez has. Um, so uh, if you want to go back up to Fez, uh, Fez's comment, it should be there. Um, it's, good that, um, it's good that Gordon has passion. He's a fighter. He certainly is. We've seen that in past games, haven't we? Um, uh, oh, what's happened to that comment? There is uh, Gordon was never going to change overnight. Eddie and the team will help him out. Thoughts on that comment, Billy? Well, listen, he was, he was when he was at Everton, he was petulant every week on the pitch. Um, he's come to Newcastle United, he's been frustrating for him, not had, a, had one start since he came here, so he's going to be frustrated. He's going to have the red mist, he's going to descend quickly because he's got that in him, and it had descended before he got subbed off because he made them two. Pretty ropey tackles on Rico Henry just before he come off. So yeah, he's a young kid. Like people are saying, he's going to mature a bit while he's here. He's already matured a little bit. I think we've all seen that. We haven't seen the petulance from him until last week. The kid needs a start, and I think I think you're going to get one side. They really do, and I think it'll go at Villa Organs blazing because they're a bit susceptible to pace down the flanks. They are Villa for certain. I mean, when you get an option to start, and when you get a chance to start, that's um, an opportunity to. Prove to the manager that you should be in that starting eleven every single week. And if Gordon does get a chance, that's his chance. And if he blows it, he blows it. But if he does good, he does good. And then he starts the next game. Uh, Mason, this is a question. Um, so, with the Brentford match last Saturday, what were your thoughts on the first half? Because I know many Newcastle fans have thoughts uh, on the first half. I, I want to get your thoughts on the first half against Brentford. Um, to be honest, I was a little bit disappointed because we let some parts of game we let. Um, Brentford dominated and um, and then they got the chances and then obviously they had the um, goal rude for offside um, which to me was and then they got the, pen- the first penalty which 
it was a penalty. And in the second penalty, I don't know how what Rico Henry was, was doing, but I mean, soft soft decision by VAR and the the, uh, the match officials on the day. And um, yeah, we went in um, half time one nil, and then we were a different team second half. I mean, we got the goals. We got the goals by uh, Joel Linton. Obviously, got um, deflected off via. And um, I mean, Isaac came on just basically was able to stand again and got the goal. And obviously, I don't know how I don't know how it wasn't three one because because the VAR and the refs were messed up again. Like I shouldn't say the ref, but the VAR messed up again. I don't know how. Don't know how that was ruled off offside, but. At least, we, at least we weren't the uh, downfall of being evicted by being downfall by downfall by VAR at the weekend. Um, Annie, um, as an outsider with your team being in the championship with Bristol City, <laughs> as they've got no uh, okay, thank you. Yeah, go on. As they've got as, they, as they've got no VAR in the championship, what were your thoughts on the um, the VAR incident last Saturday with the second penalty? Yeah, it was it's a weird one because it was one of those where straight away you look at it and go, "Oh, you're a bit lit, bit in trouble there." But as the slow motion goes, you look. Are you sure that's a penalty? Um, I don't think it was the right call. I don't think it was a penalty. I'm not really sure what. Um, who was it? Who was the defender? And that's Henry Isak. It was Isak who yeah, went I, to curveball and Rico yeah, Henry put it there. I'm not really through. sure what. I'm not sure what Isak's meant to do there. Like he's going for the ball. It's it's. it's did, you, did you listen to the rest watch on Sky yesterday? David Gallagher said they were looking for a reason just not to give the belly. Mm. They overlooked it. Apparently, that's what the, he said. Look at the replays like twenty times. They, they yeah. were guaranteed to give it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was not a good call. Um, also, on that day, it was Brighton uh, Spurs as well. So that kind of added. Uh, fuel to the flames, really, in terms of um, backlash against VAR. Uh, in the championship, to be honest, I hope VAR's there because some of the calls we get week in, week out is absolutely... It, it's mind-boggling sometimes. Um, you're not like, you're not like it, mate. Terms of you want to, when the Cubs, you'll, 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 you'll regret saying that. If, if yeah, we're definitely. Three, if we're, if we're, if we're, at the moment, I'd say the ratios of penalties we get to not get in terms of we should be getting it's like one to five. If that improves, I'm fine with VAR being there. And I and honestly, I believe the right number of right calls that have been made in the Premier League have improved. Even if it's frustrated fans, I think it has improved slightly. Even if it's slightly, I think it's improved. So really, um, it's it's frustrate it's frustrating for a fan, but it has the decisions before VAR and after VAR have improved. So the problem is, Danny, it's, it's, it, it, you're doubling the chance of getting a, a wrong decision, though, because instead of halving it, yeah. you've got shit referees on the pitch and you've got the, the same yeah. shit referees yeah. in, in, in behind the cameras. So yeah, what you need is either ex-referees that were good or, or someone that neutral that's not involved with refereeing or, or maybe ex-players, whatever. You've got to have someone different in the VAR in for it to work, in my opinion. I, I think VAR, it's not going to get no better until, until they get rid of the rubbish. VAR in terms of infrastructure is perfect. It's exactly yeah, what yeah. Google needs. But the people and running would... it, it's just, it's. I agree, it's awful. It's absolutely awful. 
but the, the people who's doing the VARs never played football, though. I mean, that's why you, like, you need an ex-professional to be with them and explain, like, their side of the story, like, like the Brighton situation. They should, like, the penalty all day long, two penalties should have had, shouldn't they? Mm. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. Like, just how, 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 it, it would be no worse getting a phone call. Sorry, we're fucked up. How are you, man? It's, 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 it's neat. It's, that's where it's, it's, it needs to be massive fixed. That's um, a piss off, cartel. Mm-hmm. If I can get it on on the screen. Uh, we've got a five pound super chat from Ian Fleming. If I can get it on the on the screen, um, he says doing a great job, Jack. Uh, you're talking over Paul uh, permanently, lol. Uh, there you go. There it's on that. Uh, doing a great job, Jack. Uh, are you talking over um, from Paul permanently, lol? <laughs> Um, Sophia says uh, my friend has known Anthony Gordon since they, they were kids she says uh, he's got a heart of gold but he's always been a bit cocky just needs guidance Billy you were mentioning at Everton he was cocky wasn't he yeah petulant every week you know the amount of fights and, and you know punch-ups he got involved with on the pitch we saw it at St James's Park didn't we it was it was every week so for him to come like three months or whatever it's been two months since he signed for us to not go through that until Saturday is an improvement in itself, isn't it? Obviously, he's at a settled club now. He's got a better manager behind him, uh, better players with him. But it's a strain for him not being able to get on the pitch week in, week out from the start. And I think that little kick up the arse he got last Saturday afternoon might just be the catalyst for him to start next week. I really do. And I think he'll come out. Like I said before, I think he's got a bit between his teeth now. Get him on the pitch. Let's get him in the penalty area. Let's get him scoring goals. Let's get him creating goals. That's what we brought him for. Yeah. Uh, evening, Rowley. How are you doing? Okay, um, um, great. Uh, really good, thank you. What were your thoughts on the Brentford oh, match on Saturday? What were your thoughts? That was the classic game of two halves. Uh, I thought that we were sloppy. We, we didn't play well, and that's partly because Brentford were all over us. Um, we were unlucky with one of the penalties. Um in the first half, um, but there's a master stroke to make the changes at half time. And we we were so much better in the second half. Um, still don't understand why Wilson's goal was disallowed. Right? It came off his arm, but it didn't lead directly to a goal, which would have caused it to be disallowed. It came off the Brentford player. If the Brentford player's not there, Wilson hasn't got a chance of... of um, getting the ball or getting the shot in. So it's come off the Brentford player, so it should have counted. Um, Never mind where where it hit Wilson. It came off the Brentford player, so it didn't lead directly to the goal. Um, I thought Isak, his goal was superb. Uh, I thought Gordon was okay, apart from his um, the the substitution. Not a good look, but... As, uh, as long as it's not a pattern, it's just a one-off, I, I can let that slide. Um, you've got to remember that he's been at that toxic club since he was eight. Uh, Everton and, and Eddie and, uh, and Mad Dog are going to have to coax the crap that they taught him at Goodison out of him. It'll take time, but he'll get there. I think he'll be a, a good player for us for years to come. Simon says uh, there was a Tony offside and two penalty decisions all checked by VAR, and the first half took ages, yet the referee only added three minutes. How did that work out? Uh, Dan, thoughts on that? 
Um, at the time, I was screaming at the TV. But looking, having time to reflect on it, I think it was kind of a good thing that they only had three minutes on because it allowed us it allowed us to get in at half time, come back out and reset. Because yeah. if it had gone on for another, what, six, seven minutes, who knows? Brentford could have got a second. But um, just a quick one going back to the Gordon thing as well. You've got to remember how much shit he went through towards the end of his tenure with Everton. Mm, yeah. All fans surrounding his car and mm. just giving him shite towards well, most the end of his games. He's going to want to prove. He's going to want to prove to everyone, especially then, that he's worth the price tag and how, what a good player he can be. And I think he will. He's just itching to hit the ground running, and hopefully he'll get a chance to do that now. Just quickly, guys, if you want to come on, if you want to come onto the fan forum, make sure to click that link in the chat. Uh, if you want to come on and uh, talk about Newcastle United. Click that link and uh, I'll pop you on. So um, make sure get 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 the guys on. There's plenty of space left. So get get on. Oh, where's that comment go? There it is. Um, do the VAR operators know what they are doing either? Um, that they need to go to spec savers big time. You are there, Andrew. They do need to go to spec savers. Yeah, the same referees that make the mistakes on the pitch are making it off the pitch as well. It's just, yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's like VAR making one decision, the referee on the pitch is making another, and they can't decide, so they go, oh, we're, v- we're VAR, we can see the camera, so we'll just give the, the decision. I think think part of the problem with VAR, obviously, is the people that are using it, but the other problem is that the referees seem to go over with the mindset that I've made a mistake, hmm. uh, I'm going to have to change it, rather than thinking, actually, I've made the right decision. VAR needs to prove to me that I've got it wrong. Uh, yeah, it's just, a, yeah, because um, that you 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 only see it occasionally where they stick with their with their on field decision, um, and it's supposed to be clear and obvious. If you take three minutes for uh, on a penalty, and um, you have to look at it twenty times, it's obviously not clear and obvious. I mean, Kavanaugh had a better view of that incident on Saturday than what the VAR gave him. So, what are you yeah, it was like nine yards away, wasn't it? it was... So, why, why is he changing his mind? Because he's gone over, because he's been called over to have another look at it. He's gone over thinking, I've made a mistake, I need to change it, rather than thinking, is. actually. I was thinking, the trouble you've got, every referee gets called, so you mean we can't have the money. Or, so, as soon as they're getting called the money, they're already there, they're themselves, and they think they've made an error. Do you know yeah. what I mean? That's the troll you've got. You need, so we, need to, we need to hear what they're saying. We need to hear the yeah, exactly. yeah. between the two of them. Because if they're uh, saying, oh, you fucked up big time there, go there and then change it, we need to know that, uh, don't we? They shouldn't be saying that. But until you get a professional player in the VR with the referee who knows the game a little bit more, but I like, well, the physical side of it, when the referees are doing the right thing by the rule book, but they're not understanding the, the, the logic of the football match. I mean, the, the, the other thing, I mean, I hate to um, look at rugby as well, but in rugby, when they're checking a try, the referee will tell the the uh, VR official, I'm, I'm going to give a, a try. Can you show me any reason why I shouldn't give it? Mm, yeah. Now, if you go with that attitude, like, I, I'm not giving a penalty. Show me a reason why I should. And you can't just show him two or three angles. You've got to show him all of them. Um, you've got to see his perspective as well, because half the problem with the VAR officials when they go to the ref, they'll only show him one or two angles, which fit with what they want him to do. I mean, it's like the game against Crystal Palace when we had that goal disallowed for a foul on the keeper. 
they didn't show the ref that well it was pushed into the keeper. Yeah. Uh, we've got five pounds super chat from Georgia Boy doing a great job, Jack. Cheers, Georgia Boy. Uh, it means a lot that uh, one 0 City apparently is a great goal. Uh, you watching it tonight, Billy? You watching it? I'm not. No, I've got no interest in Champions League until next season. <laughs> no, we'll be on. We'll be on there. Don't you worry. Um, if it's only clear and obvious, why should the ref be uh, be even going to the screen? Makes no sense. As abs, um, VAR very average refs. Corrupt. It's not. Just, it's not just the referees either. It's the law. The lawmakers of the game. That they're, they're ruining the game as well. The role is referring to the Wilson uh, disallowed goal. Mm. It's different laws for the attackers and defenders in the penalty box. A, a defender can let the, 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 the law. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, just going to goal. So it has let the law yeah. has. So the right a defender allowed to have the ball here, and attacker isn't. Yeah, as soon as the attacker touches mm -hmm. it, it comes down ball. Ridiculous, ridiculous way they're making the laws. Is that, oh, exactly, yeah, exactly. I understand. But to the letter of the law, it's doing a right. You look at the brain game, they had the same thing on the end, and it, mm. yeah. So it's well, it's 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 hand. <laughs> yeah, didn't touch his hand. No, touch his hip. Like, yeah, it almost feels yeah. like the rule is different if you're in the penalty box and you're an attacking team. Well, it is. It is. Not. It is. It's like, it's bizarre because yesterday I was on. I was watching the. I think it was Burnley Sheffield United, and it was very obvious the defender was just guarding the ball. The, the uh, attacker was going in. Uh, he fouled him. The defender did the exact same thing in the penalty box, and it wasn't a foul. And like how that is completely double standards. And the referee's not given it. The same thing in the Premier League. Same thing, the exact yeah. same thing in the Premier League. It's not. It's not given just because it's the penalty box. So why is it? Why is that changed? That's why you don't want for me. Mm. It seems to be that that with shirt pulls, because it's shirt pulls. If you're the attacker, they give the in the box. They give the free kick against you. But if you're uh, um, if you're a defender pulling your shirt, um, nothing in uh, the in the Brighton game um, that. Uh, the defender had the, I forget whose shirt it was, but it reminded me when I was at nursery school when you used to play horses when you grabbed someone's shirt with both hands and right, it was just ridiculous. You've got some memory, Rowley, fucking hell. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm surprised <laughs> to remember. Yeah, cause, yeah, it is some memory because uh, primary but school was <laughs> years ago. How many times we not not had penalties for shirt pulls with long staff against Wolves? Yeah. Shared last week, you know, yeah. it's, it's ridiculous. It's, yeah. We're getting screwed over it, week it, in, week out. Well, I'm not a one for conspiracy theories, <laughs> but the way the, the VAR is working, especially of late, it makes you wonder whether they're just trying to help the the traditional <laughs> big bits um, stay that way. It's not going to work, but it just seems to be that if it's a Tottenham. If it's a Liverpool, if it's a Manchester United, it's applied differently. It's the bias to the big six, what we all call it, isn't it? Yeah. They're like Spurs, Man United. The, all the decisions go to them because they're the big six and they don't want the likes of Newcastle, Brentford, Brighton pushing for Europe because it ruins the reputation of the Premier League in their eyes. But for me, I'm not just saying this because I'm a Newcastle fan. I feel like it's brilliant for the Premier League, these, up and, these little clubs so-called little clubs um, pushing up the Premier League to fight for Europe. I think it's absolutely brilliant what, what, what's happening for the Premier League. Uh, I feel like they're just trying to ruin it. But yet, yet again, VAR can't destroy Newcastle because we're too good for them. Uh, mm. We just 
picking up points and keep picking up goals. I mean, they tried to get us a point at Brentford last week. So um, it just goes to show that we're too good for VAR, so they can't destroy us. Uh, Steve says, Howard Webb um, has said the bar uh, should be high for VAR intervention. Uh, so in theory, the ref should only be called over if he has def- definitely made the wrong decision. Um, Mason, what are your thoughts on that one? It's, it's getting a bit ridiculous, isn't it, Mason? How Howard Webb is always saying sorry to these clubs when um, when a really bad decision goes their way. It's just a word, isn't it, sorry? It's, it's sorry every single week now. Do you think actions should be taken now? Yes. Um, it's not, good, it's not going out, uh, good enough going out saying all the time. Or we're sorry for what you've done. No, it's not. Basically, yeah, it's costing t- uh, clubs... Um, Points obviously, it cost bright cost Brighton the point points because basically if they, if if they had them few penalties they would have won that game they like four five two because Spurs Spurs weren't up for it and um obviously I don't understand I don't understand why the referee didn't give that penalty on um what's his name again. Oh, the Japanese player, Matoma. Matoma. I mean, it it was it was a definite. It looked like he was going to break his ankle, and that should have been a penalty all day long. And I don't know how they didn't give it. I mean, it just doesn't understand. I mean, good job and uh, fair play to whoever's in, like Howard Webb because the the guy um the guy on for you and the the referee talking them have been not being allowed. But the thing is, he'll be back after this weekend. But I don't understand why the referee all came on Saturday didn't get didn't, and the VAR did not get did not did not uh, did not like a ban from this weekend because it just doesn't understand because them who clearly shouldn't be refereeing this weekend because them who made clear and obvious errors so did and luckily enough did luckily enough the guys who did the Tottenham game have been like not allowed to referee referee games this weekend. I mean, Howard Webb owes us an apology in himself for the referee decisions he made when he was a ref. Billy, he seems, he seems to be owing everyone an apology, doesn't it? Uh, well, when he was refereeing himself, when he, he, he disallowed a goal that Martin Verduca scored against Fulham years ago. And had he allowed it, we'd, we would have been relegated. Anyway, there's nothing wrong with it. Absolutely pathetic decision. Uh, according to Dan, Brian, um, you seem to be Stato's brother. And David. No, yeah, uh, <laughs> I think it's a beard. Dan's a... Alex's brother? No, I, I think that I don't. Uh, no. <laughs> I, I've got to say, you do. No, I'm, I'm really bad. Wow, I'm, I'm sorry. Alex is a. You, you do look a bit like Alex, to be fair. Um, no one operating VAR should have any any connection with the referees associating PG Mall. Uh, everyone just saying 1 0 City. The worst one was. It was Rashford offside, and they gave it. I think that was the Manchester Derby one. Yeah, and yeah, not interfering with play. Bollocks. <laughs> that was that know. was offside. You couldn't get any more offside for that. Honestly, you the, one of the worst ones was um, Goofy Fernandez kicking Shaw in the head. Yeah, they got nothing. Yeah, nothing. they're probably thinking they're probably thinking Man United's getting smoked at this point. Let's just not make it embarrassing. Let's just, let's just not make it any worse than dear Manchester United. Jordi, Jordi, man, the holding a player at corner kicks is now becoming norm again. Thoughts on that, Billy? 
Yeah, well, they go through phases, don't they, where they have these little edicts where you've got to watch out for this. 2018 World Cup, it was a, a big one, wasn't it? We've got penalties for it in two or three games. Then it yeah. kind of fades into insignificance again and something else takes over. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a foul every week and they don't give it. Madness. Uh, make sure, guys, to subscribe as well to the Tomb Review. We are on the road now um, to 19,000. And then we keep going to 20,000. And all it's all on you guys. All your support will make that happen. So make sure to click the subscribe button. If you want to donate as well, there should be a dollar sign just in the live chat below. I'm going to click that. It will really help the channel out, of course. And it's also a guaranteed chat will get read out. So uh, thank you guys for your support as always. And it really does mean a lot. In, um, inconsistencies all over the rules on VAR from one game to the next. Um... See, this laptop, I'm having trouble with this laptop. Uh, Jack, well done, kids. Scott, thank you, Scott. Um, now, one thing I do want to talk about, guys, um, is um, Ja Pedro. Now, we've been linked to Ja Pedro this uh, Is it this week? Um, I, want to, I, want to come, I, want, I want to come to uh, Roly. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on Ja Pedro? Now, I know we had some hi uh, history with Ja Pedro last summer with the famous Ritza Romano, here we go. It never happened. What are your thoughts on Ja Pedro, Roly? Um... My first thought, so if Eddie wanted him and we're trying to get the deal done, um, that's good enough for me. Um, I think that I think that Zao Pedro, well, that one went away when we got Isak, because uh, I think the Isak deal happened quite quickly, from what I understand. Um, so I think they're still being quite careful of how they spend, because they don't want to sort of like front load all the spending so we get into the situation Everton were in or are in where they can't spend any money. But uh, if he's available again at the right price, uh, I'd be quite happy for him to come. And we do seem to have a habit of uh, going back for players we've uh, been in for the previous window and not got. So uh, um, I'd be quite happy to see him come. But I feel like um, if, if, the, if the Jao Pedro deal went through, I don't think we, we ever would have got Isak. You think, Billy? I don't think we would have no, got Isak. Well, he we was having yeah. a, a wide forward, forward type player, but then it, Wilson got injured, so we, the, the urgency was to get a striker, a centre forward. So that's where Isak mm -hmm. came in. And gladly he did too. Yeah. Uh, uh, Devin think, says, oh, go on, Roland. Say, I think Isak was one that they wanted, but they didn't think they were, were able to get. Uh, they thought it was going to cost too much. And obviously, they were. I think the, as um, Billy said, when the uh, Wilson got injured, the urgency was there. So they went back in and they found that the price was more to their liking. So they paid it. I think it was about 30 million, was it, uh, for Jao Pedro? Yeah. Uh, Annie's the man to ask about Pedro. He's seen much more than we have. <laughs> <laughs> thoughts, on, um, thoughts, on Pedro, thoughts on Pedro? I, I watched him in the flash actually this season. He came on against us. Um, he was he was okay. He's clearly a player that's inconsistent. He's got something about him uh, that just stood out instantly. Really, I think I think we call it the Brazilian flair. I think that I think it's called. Um, yeah. He he has got that about him. Um, he looked he looked a cut above the rest the Watford players at least. Um. He's a weird one because Watford this season have been a basket case um, and have been a mess. So I can't really judge him based off the season he's had. Um, but 
if we are to do that, then it would be quite disappointing because uh, if it's, if he's a thirty million pound player, then he should be putting up numbers un unknown to the championship, really. Um, so look, yeah, I think it'd be a very good signing, but especially at the age he's he's at and the fact that he has got quality about him and he's got that flair. Uh, but I would be patient if Newcastle were to sign him because he's kind of a player, he feels like a player who needs time to bed into his environment. Um, and uh, I'm sure Eddie Howe will be willing to give him that time. Um, so yeah, I think it would be a good signing, just give him patience like I'd give Anthony Gordon time as well. Uh, just give him time and he will he will uh, come good if you do sign him. Uh, but Darren, about Jao Pedro, if we do get Champions League, do you think I don't I don't think Jao Pedro will will go to us because I don't think he's just Champions League quality yet. Do you think we'll get Jao Pedro if we get Champions League football next season? Um, it's a tricky one. Like his youth, he's he be hungry, so I I'll get Jao Pedro and I'll get rid of ESM because we need. We need some good, hungry players who will bust the gut. ESM, that's, I'm not a fan of ESM, but he's more attacking. ESM's got a funny injury again. I don't know how he must have the weirdest hamstring out of everybody who I know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Except the week, oh, hamstring pull, hamstring pull. He's so you could you on the Instagram, Instagram run about. Uh, he's he's on that. Yeah, we, we we could have some serious disagreements over ASM. <laughs> I'm, I'm, get, I'm getting word now. Saka was uh, has woken up from his uh, from his nap and he's uh, on his way now. I'm just kidding. Kind of the around with ESM. That that we're famous argument Darren, Darren, Darren and Alex about Maxi was honestly superb. We missed him signing, didn't we? Um, no, I think we did. I think he changed. I, I think he got the. I think he got his tactics right. He's just. I, I know the producers are Eddie Howe didn't say anything, but I think he did. I think I think he bollocked them. And I think, Dan, I, think uh, for, I think first half of ASM in the side, I think we'd have been much further up the pitch and we'd look far better for it. I think yeah. we'd we'll be getting beat. Dan, you haven't got the XG to look like Alex yet. Says Bath, you haven't got the XG. Um, just no, some people haven't. <laughs> um, John says at the moment if we ban the refs for making mistakes uh, there will be no games elbow cough um, Alan says e enough VAR when we get into Brexit Jack 100% Alan <laughs> we're doing our best um, to get to Europe this year not out of it then we say Billy we're doing our best to get into Europe this year not get out of it I think if we were going to go to conference, we'd have to have a massive, massive drop off. I can't see us go to conference now. I, I, I do. I'm feeling by by every game, more three points we get. I'm feeling more and more confident about Champions League football. But about the points, we last week was superb. Three points versus Manchester United. Three points against West Ham. Three points against Brentford. Honestly, that was damn. Nine points from three games. That was superb, wasn't it? <clears throat> yeah, you couldn't have asked for more. I think out of all the three games, the one I was most worried about was West Ham away because it's been a bit of a a bogey team over years. Um, I was confident against United. I just knew we were going to just get revenge for Cup Final, even if it was that because, as like I've said previously, we didn't actually 
played bad in the final. We just couldn't create out. But no, you couldn't have asked for more, really. Nine points from these three games. If we can go to Villa and get something from that, even better. But it's definitely going to be European football next season. Yeah. Just depends which, really. But we should be six points in front of Tottenham because the VAR decisions in that game were disgusting. We should be six points in front of them. Yeah. Um, Mason, we are travelling to the park on Saturday lunchtime, half 12 kickoff. What are your thoughts going into the Villa match? Because you know Unai Emery's got them playing brilliant football. Uh, what are your thoughts going into that match? Um, it'll be a tough game, a tough game. Um, but I'll, I'll be happy if we go into, um, into the game and win, win the game because Villa have, Villa have done... Villa are a different side since we last played because they just lost um, Gerard. But Unai... Um, Unai uh, and Reese went in it and just went, just changed things around. They got like what, like obviously got the one player in. He wants players who he wants to play for, play for him. He's got he got players out of the door who he didn't want. And I think since January, I think like obviously the same Marine Marino who he's been he's settling in, but I think he's been decent. But since he's came in, they've been a decent side. And I've said he's left players go who. So who not in his plans, two of them up two of them up yeah up yeah as well with Bob and it'll be it'll be it'll be a tough game on um, Saturday. I'll I'll be happy I'll be happy with a win but i I'll be I won't be surprised if it's a draw if it's a draw on Saturday because with with the way we're up here all playing at the moment like. Uh we header. Am I saying that right, Billy? Is, is it we header? Yeah. yeah. We header how you doing how you doing, mate? Yeah, good day. I'm having problems with my camera, I think, this morning, Jack, but um, can you hear me? I can, can hear you fine. Uh, how are you doing then? How, what are your thoughts uh, going into the match? Oh, great, great. Well, I, I'm just on my way out to work, but I just wanted to say um, well, welcome to the channel, Jack. It's been a really good morning. Um, what an amazing, amazing week we've we've had with those three games. I am absolutely buzzing. Villa, you're right, isn't the team it used to be? They haven't played anybody decent in a while and we're gonna um we're gonna mop them up and carry on moving forward. Away the two. That's why that's why I love the uh would be farmer, how you doing mate? Hey, doing well, checking in all the way from uh, sunny New Mexico. New wow. Mexico. What's it like I, 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 if I uh if I've got my drugs to right, it's gonna be pretty pretty sunny over there. Yeah, we get a lot of uh uh ultraviolet light here we're, we're about six thousand feet elevation so there's not a whole lot of ozone here if you catch my drift uh, what are your thoughts going into the uh, villa match on saturday are you confident are you nervous man i i am a bit nervous but you might be talking to the wrong guy um i wasn't too sure we were going to get seven points on the last three games and once we got three with Man United against Man United, and I saw a performance that was indicative of, of five nil, I was like, "Well, maybe this is why I'm not a professional gambler." Don't 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 ask me. So, or maybe the alternative would be ask me and do exactly the opposite. So I'm going to go ahead and predict an embarrassing two zero loss, and that should give us three points. <laughs> I do no loss. That's my prediction. 
He's doing it on oh, purpose. It's, 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 it's what's it. known as it's what's known as reverse psychology. Exactly, Billy. Have a two 0 loss. I could not. Um, Barry not says. Barry says, would you uh, would you not want Europa League over Champions League? Honestly, I feel our squad is that paper thin. Champions League, even with signings in the summer, will be too much and could affect the league. Thing is, though, Barry, when, if we do qualify for Champions League, we get a huge influx of uh, prize money going in uh, for qualifying into the Champions League, and on top of the money we've already got uh, the annual the little uh, money sign there. Uh, but Billy, of course, we want Champions League, and uh, no matter what. We do get a lot of prize money going into the Champions League. Yeah, not just that. You get yourself into the Europa League. You can get yourself in third place in the group stage. So you can get, you can actually get both. If you play your cards right. Not that you want yeah. to want to qualify and go as far as you can, but you know you've got a little bit of a safety net just in case. So no Champions League for me all the way, all the way. Oh, go roll it. Just going to say the thing about it. If you got the chance to, to qualify the Champions League, why would you say, "Oh, I'm not going to take that"? Um, yeah, go for it. Because if you're good enough, you qualify. <laughs> you don't say, oh, I don't want to qualify because it's not time. If you're good enough and you qualify, it is time. Like the, the squad needs to be strengthened, but it will be. And if we qualify for the Champions League, it'll be strengthened with a bit better quality player than if we um, uh, qualify for Europa. Yeah, 100% Rolly. Um, just need to. Uh, Devon says, Can't believe Manuel want 50 million for McTominay. That's <laughs> um, we had a what are your thoughts on the 50 million for McTominay? That's what much, isn't it? Nah, we're the richest club in the world. We're gonna have four of them if I want to. I think that's a bit much for McTominay, don't you think? <laughs> I'm just trying to piss Sunderland off, that's all. <laughs> um, hold on. Um, Lee says that Villa been lucky with two crazy errors by other teams. I mean, when when Villa played Forest, um, when they played Forest last game, that Shelby, what happened to Shelby there? He got the ball and just put it into Charlie's feet. That was shocking, wasn't it, Villa? From our yeah, former awful. new awful. awful, awful, absolutely awful. It was. Right. Um, how are the lads? Billy says that with a massive grin on his face. I am so glad we got rid of Shelby this year, like, so glad. No, but I don't, um, I don't think we can judge Villa off Forest at home. I mean, Forest is dismal. I think Villa will be a whole game on Saturday, lads. I, I really do. We haven't up yet for the Real the Revenge. Will be a, I, I do think it'll be a whole game. Hello, Wolfie Farmer. I'm sorry, say again. Uh, can you turn the YouTube volume down, please? Oh, I didn't even know it was on. Let me let me get out and I'll come back in. Sorry. Okay, no problem. Yeah, we'll come back in a second. Uh, hey, Jack. Hey, Jack. I'm, I'm yep. going to go to work. I'm going to go to work in a few minutes, but I just wanted all you guys to know. That it's a hundred days to go for the start of the women's, um, the FIFA Women's World Cup here in New Zealand, and um, we'll be going to a few of the Lionesses games, and um, I might um, might jump on and, and let you know how how the uh, Women's World Cup's going from time to time. So have a have a great day, lads, and um, all the best. And how we the tune? Don't work too hard, we had us. Don't work too hard, pal. 
Way new. Thanks for coming on, we header. See you later. Ch champion. Well done, Jack. Thank you. Cheers. Um, now, we're also going to talk about um, now Newcastle United women's team are back at St. James's Park uh, on Sunday. Um, Darren, um, hoping for a big result. Are you going to the game? I'm not, mate. No. Uh, as soon as my chill out, you need to like, need first. I'm glad the last of the doing good. It just doesn't appeal as the, for me to go out and, like, go and watch, to watch it. You know, like, I'm happy just chilling watching Sky Sports football, to be fair, on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, they are doing good, though, aren't they, Mason? Uh, the Newcastle women's team. What are your thoughts on them at the minute? I, for a I, think, I, I think they're doing okay. Um, I, I tend to look out for the results and Yes, they had a disappointing result at all, but I think they've done well this season. Like I went to the game, the last one in November, they were decent, and hopefully they'll do they'll, they'll well against um, Bradford City on um, Sunday. Yeah, uh, hoping for a big result as well. Uh, hopefully they could get promoted as well, getting closer and closer to that um, the women's uh, Super League. Um, uh, Brian says moving up the world. Uh, you got Jesus on. He's joking. He says. Um, Novik, we have to expect them that every trick in the book will be thrown at us until the end of the season. It will, won't it, Billy? It will. Yeah, well, we've had it all season so far, so there's no reason why it's not going to change. What the, what the what the Premier League want and the big six clearly want is those six clubs to be in the top six. They'll do whatever they can to keep it that way. And, you know, trying to take VAR out of the equation, it's not going to be possible each week. So we've got to be ready for whatever thrown at us, and I think we will. I think we'll. We've got this far so far without, you know, being kind of too heavily penalised by a badly bad bad referee. In we've got through the ones we have had against us, and you know, come come out the other side. So, yeah, they can try as much as they want. They're going to succeed. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it is that time. Um, uh, she's come out and she wants to um, have a little dance for everyone tonight. So get your emojis rolling. She's back. Don't you just love her, eh? Don't you just love Daisy on a Tuesday night? Don't you just love her? Um, <laughs> there's James with the, all the cow emojis coming in. Oh, you love to see it. You love to see it. I just felt so privileged then, clicking um, clicking on uh, Daisy. Um, you just feel so... Uh, Billy, when you, when you get to do it, don't you feel so privileged? Don't you, Billy? Well, you so she, was, she was originally mine in the first place, so yeah, I guess so. Well, she, well she's behind you, isn't she, Billy? She's right behind I'll you. A, I'll be having a Daisy sandwich later, and I don't mean that no. in a dirty sense either. Say, <laughs> <laughs> one day in the year won't hurt. All good. Oh god. Um, now, uh, some um, Newcastle uh, news has broke today, saying that Newcastle are going to the US in the summer to take on. Um, is it the Premier League series? I don't. Know. And let me just try and get it up, uh, just to uh, make sure I'm saying it right. Um, yeah, so we're at the summer series in the Premier League from July 22nd to the 30th. Six clubs, five cities and nine matches. Um, now, that is going to be big. I think that the teams are here. Um, so, they've got Aston Villa, Brentford, Brighton, Chelsea and Fulham and obviously the two Newcastle United. Um, on Rowley, 
what are your thoughts going into that? Um, it's good to have Newcastle part of something big this summer, isn't it? Yeah, Newcastle I mean, it's good, it's good to be out in the US. Uh, it doesn't really matter who we play. It could have been local US clubs, because uh, at that point, it's all about getting the players fit again for the new season. So it's it's increasing our profile over in the US, which is a good thing. But the football itself is inconsequential. It's not important. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I'm presuming there'll be a fair bit of money involved in it as well. So, yeah. It's thing. also um, building a big global brand for Newcastle, yeah, isn't, yeah. isn't it, Darren? It's exposure um, in the US, yeah. Getting everyone around the world involved in Newcastle United, not just uh, the likes of Saudi Arabia, uh, UK. It's about getting everyone involved in Newcastle United and building the brand, isn't it, Darren? Yeah, yeah, totally. Man. Like, yeah, like, it's a money game now with the football and... Uh, it's a, it's a, it was always going to happen going to the US and getting fans there and everybody's watching you passing now. So it's good for the club. It's good for the the, the popularity of the club. So they just been man new yet. The Arsenal's and Liverpool going across there. It's good to get like Newcastle involved now. And then, and like say the Brightons and all that as well. You know what I mean? It's good for the other teams to get involved as well. Because I think, I think next season, it's going kind to of be a hell of a season. Next season, everybody was going kind to of, kind of, Contest for that top four, get it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Julie J says, "Well, my new in USA, Bruno Fernandez can audition for a part um, in the Gremlins remake." Uh, is Bruno Fernandez with us tonight, Billy? Is he, is he with us? I don't know if he's or not. Hang on, let's see. Is he? Is he? We'll have a look. Getting word now. Him. I think he's, I think he's coming to the uh, the advertising board. Uh, oh, oh, he's gone for a sec. Um, we might we may catch up with uh, Bruno Fernandez in a little while. Um, and I'll bring him on if he is here. Um, oh, is Bruno Fernandez? Bruno Fernandez. Um, thoughts on uh, the season going so far? Uh, oh. You got Forest this weekend. What are your thoughts going to the Forest game? Oh, we did Forest, no problem. We no problem whatsoever. Referee, give us three penalties. <laughs> thoughts on getting smashed by Newcastle United, and yeah. Thoughts and get smashed by uh, the tune. I'm pretty sure you didn't like that. Oh, one, my my memory not so good, not so good. Memory, memory no good, no no good, no good. Very poor referee. Very poor referee. Um, we know we know you like to, you, you, <laughs> we know you're a little crab, baby, Bruno Fernandez. Uh, what are your thoughts on the uh, refereeing so far in the Premier League? We know you uh, very... we know you were talk, we know you were about Michael Oliver. What were your thoughts on Michael Oliver's um little um ex- uh, little game uh, against uh, Everton? I thought he was awful. He, he didn't give us no penalties. No penalties. No red card for uh, Everton. Very poor. Very poor. And that was uh, Bruno Fernandez. Uh, thank you, Bruno Fernandez. Thank you so much. Uh, glad to have you back on the Tomb Review. Um, the Georgia View says that the game versus Chelsea um, is at Armand's old club's ground, so the locals w- uh, will likely be supporting us. Uh, isn't that the Atalanta ground, I believe? The Atalanta ground, which we're born from. Uh, Ronald uh, Turnbull, happy birthday to Amanda the Queen. Yep, happy birthday to her, um, the Queen herself, Amanda Staveley. Um, hope, she, hope, hope, she, hope she's had the end of the day, isn't it, everyone? Um, had a brilliant day. Uh, Spaceball says he can star in, um, in Gerbils to the movie. <laughs> I, should, I, should have asked, I should have asked him that, Billy, shouldn't I? Um, no, he's, I think he's gone now. Yeah, he's gone now. Oh, he's, he's gone now. He's gone, he's, he's gone to train mm. with uh, Manchester Manuel. Um, Ewan says, uh, I can't wait to see the two in the USA can finally go and watch them live. Uh, I wish I, I nine hours away, the USA, isn't it? Nine I mean, hours. 
There's a possibility they might not be. We might not be going because there might be a European qualification kind of thing first. Champions League qualification starts really early, doesn't it? So it's not official yet. I wouldn't have said. Yeah, well, it will be. It will be when we finish third. Oh, finish third. We're laughing. Yeah. <laughs> um, Bar says, uh, "Don't give him water." Um, is that is that Dracula? I think he was calling you Dracula there. <coughs> no, it's a gremlin. We say, we say, Rolly. It's the gremlins because they're all nice and fluffy when they're um, until you put water on them. <laughs> uh, Space Boss says Welsh Fernandez. Uh, he is a bit of Welsh, isn't he? Um, yeah, Rolly Hawaiian Man says I'd rather I'd rather he went to the USA than Asia. Uh, humidity in the summer would uh, sap our energy. Uh, JJ says Ar- um, Armon loved um, loved in Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta, I thought. Oh, Atlanta, of course, it is. Uh, playing in his neutral position. Um, natural. Yeah, natural. Oh, natural. My eyes aren't working today. Um, you, um, you have to have uh, the uh, the um, mRNA jab to get into the US. No, though. Uh, I would I would be knackered if I could afford it. Hmm. What's that, Billy? I never heard of that. I think it's, I think it's COVID vaccine stuff, isn't it? It's another version of the... Uh, I could go all sciencey on this, but I won't. It's another version of the DNA. Um, oh, go ahead. It's, it's basically all, all of them were, uh, all the uh, COVID vaccines were mRNA based. And it's basically the genetic code they use so that uh, your body can actually recognize the, the COVID and attack it. Uh, now, we know Newcastle have purchased back uh, Strawberry Land. Um, possible rebuild, um, Mason. Possible rebuild uh, for the Gallagher. Do you think that'll happen? Hopefully. Um, I think I think we should because, um, <laughs> to be honest with you, we're to take this wicket. Um, I think it's an option we need to build or extend. Sorry, um, some parts of the stadium like mainly the Gallagher and East Stand, but East Stands we can't because of the the. Uni home homes in the back at the back, but the guy here took an option because you've got obviously the road, you've got the metro as well. Um, I won't, I probably, I don't know how much it holds, but I won't be surprised if they do like another five or ten thousand seats up there because the the amount the, the demand for tickets now is just unreal. Yeah, and I've, a lot of people are missing out on watching good football this season and possibly next season with us being in the um, Champions League or you know in the Europa League. But I, I, I think the the uh, the expansion should happen like minimum five, ten, five to ten thousand more on the Gallagher on the Gallagher side. Uh, I mean, uh, Dan, Saint James's Park is so magical. It really, really is. It's it's the most magical ground I've been to. Um, it's just the atmosphere is absolutely superb, and I feel like if we were going to rebuild a new mega stadium somewhere, I don't feel like the atmosphere will be the same. So I, I'd much rather an expansion on St James's Park. What would you do? Would you rather build a new mega stadium, or would you uh, just extend St James's Park? No, just definitely, definitely extend St James's. It's got all the it's got all the memories. It's got the atmosphere. The location's fantastic. Like whenever you're coming into the city, it's all you can see. You know where it is. It dominates the skyline. It's yeah, definitely a, an expansion of the ground. I think from what I was reading the other day, 
they're going to have a lot of architects involved in it, and it, I think it will get done. It might be two, three years down the line, but I think it will get done. Um, there's just a lot of reworking to be done with the metro system and whatnot, but they could easily extend it round Oldfield Gallagher and the corner. Um, I think they'd probably be able to fit another 10,000 in, maybe, well, yeah, five to 10,000 in. But it would be good to see. Definitely. Um, how, how are the lads at Maggot Drowner? Says uh, Armand can stay in Atlanta. <laughs> Rowley, um, I don't think he should stay in Atlanta. He's been performing brilliant this season. Yeah, um, that's a rather strange one myself. Um, yeah, he's been, he's finally done what everybody wanted him to do is actually put some final product in there. Uh, he's our leading goal scorer, so why would you want him to go? I you don't wouldn't. understand, you I, don't wouldn't. understand that one. I think it's because uh, Murphy's been performing so good. Um, that people uh, that, um, I think Armand is quite close to coming back. Uh, yeah. I think he's probably back to... Even if Murphy was consistently performing better than Almiron, you still want him as a squad player. Impact's yeah. not. Because it's a squad game. So you, at the moment, we're with most of the injuries recovered, we're in a place where when we make four or five changes, we're not dropping the level of performance. Yeah. Um, the problem comes, uh, and why we need to strengthen this in the summer, is that once we get a few injuries... The starting eleven's okay, but then the bench is very thin. So it, it, I mean, that's why we're not we sh the players that we need to get rid of before you start looking at Almiron and the Murphys and the ASMs of this world. Um, maybe by pay better players to make them squad players, but we've got the pe people that are out of contract. We've got Ryan Fraser, Jamal Lewis that need to go. So it just doesn't make any sense. Um, the Geordie View says if we had to play European qualifiers, um, it would start in August and would just be the Europa Conference playoffs. About Europe, um, if new, uh, when, when well, if when Newcastle get Europe next season, how do you think new, uh, whether it be Europa or Champions League, how do you think Newcastle will get on in Europe next season from a Bristol City fans' point of view? It'll be good to see someone quite new uh, again go into the uh, well, relatively new. Uh, going to Europe. Um, if it's Champions League, it will be very tough um, to uh, progress. I reckon Europa League will be would be more of a fair shout. I think if if um, the standards of team the Europa League is quite good, it's quite solid. Uh, Europe, European uh, quite uh, sized clubs in the Europa League are performing um, yearly and. Be a good test for Newcastle. Um, so yeah, yeah. Uh, if it's a Champions League, it's obviously much better financially, and obviously this, the uh, kind of aura of the Champions League. But if Newcastle are realistically going to win a European competition, it's probably going to be Europa League, uh, which is quite respectable. Um, so yeah, I'd say Europa League would be a very good benchmark in terms of uh, where Newcastle should be aiming for in the near future. I mean, France is that Newcastle United lifting the Europa League trophy. Jesus Christ, I think uh, I want to for two days. I disagree with that slightly. In that, um, when you look at where we are now, we're in the toughest league in the world. We're third. We've only lost three games all season. The problem with the, the competing the Champions League isn't the, the teams, the depth from the squad. We can do uh, as well as any of the 
the English clubs in the Champions League with our, our, the way that we play and the quality of the players we've got. If we have a rash of injuries, that's when the problem in the Champions League uh, comes about. But our full-strength um, first team is as good as pretty much every team that's in that competition. Yeah. Uh, Devon says, Bruno Fernandes is the biggest pussy in the league, hands down. <laughs> <laughs> nice comment there, yeah. Devon. I yeah, totally... I I think, does, anyone, does everyone agree with Devon there? Yep. Does everyone yep. agree? Yep, I agree. Totally agree. He's the biggest pussy I've, I've seen. Uh, although Anthony's quite <laughs> pussy as well. I think every man, apart from the likes of the Casemiro pussies in that Manchester United squad, aren't they? I'm surprised we haven't entered into a partnership with Atlanta FC. Um, thoughts on that, Billy? Uh, partnership with Atlanta. It's a possibility in late in, in, in future, I guess. I mean, I think we'll be looking at using these links we've got abroad to get isn't, some secondary clubs going. I'm, just, I'm sure it's going to happen. Uh, Atlanta, where we got Darren Eels from? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Got Miggy, Miggy there. Yeah, yeah. Got uh, Darren Eels there. Yeah. Oh. Uh, nobody wants to leave St. James Park, so many of the next uh, generation can't get in. Solution has to be found. I mean, yeah, season tickets um, this summer are going to be a nightmare because um, if we because there's just not enough room. Uh, I know 52,000 is a lot, but for where Newcastle are going in the future, we're going to pick up more and more fans as we go, and um, season tickets are going to be hectic, and all the prices is... And we need more fans in that stadium as well. If we're gonna, and, and I know we, I think we, we definitely fill out a hundred thousand seat stadium as well. Um, but Mason, about um, the uh, about uh, the solution, um, about the, the the expansion of St James Park, about fitting more fans in. I totally agree. I do as well. Um, luckily enough, I'm one of the few who do have a season ticket. But next, I think this summer we do. Getting into the Champions League or the Europa League, you'll see like basically the stadium full of people only going to the box office just to get season tickets up because of how of like how much it's going to mean to the fans of being back in Europe for the first time. Like Champions League twenty like twenty odd years, but for the 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 first time in Europe, probably in like. 12 years, like 12, like 10 years. I mean, it'll be special, it'll, it'll be special as well. But, and I mean, going back to going back to the season tickets and tickets for next season, it'll just be the same, the same as like last season with the Carabao Cup final and like tickets to go and watch the Carabao Cup and then league games as well. I mean, once we're going to the Champions League, it'll be a lot, lot like. Bigger because we're in, we're going to be playing against legs of like Munich, Barca, Real, and we just need to improve that as well. And we need to improve the ticket, tick, like the like the on the ticket box office because it, as it's, you've seen this season, it's been an absolute joke. Uh, Norvik says after after we nick one of Andy's star players, we will be fine. Uh, a little uh, Alex Scott there for taking away from Andy's uh, Bristol City there. Yeah, nominated for Young Player of the Year, isn't he, in the, in the Championship? Cracking player. Thoughts on that, Ali? Yeah, yeah, he'll probably win our Player of the Year and Young Player of the Year as well. Um, I've, I've spoken about enough, and he's uh, absolutely 
ridiculous. Um, people will look at stats just on stats uh, and go, oh, he doesn't produce enough or he doesn't have enough goals and assists. I urge you, if you think that, I urge you, just watch him for 20 minutes. Any game, watch him for 20 minutes and you'll understand how good he is. Without him, we are... we. Our midfield is basically non-existent. It's, it's, it's not apart from apart from Matthew James. Our midfield is non-existent without Alex Scott. We have nothing. We have no dribbling. We have no. We're basically no passing, um, and we've not got no not not really got any energy from midfield. We've got energy on other sides of the team, but no energy from midfield in particular. But when Alex Scott's there, the, t- the whole team just clicks. He is so crucial to how we play. Um, but he's not irreplaceable. I think we can replace him if we when we do sell him. Um, yeah, he will go for at least twenty five million. I think, um, which is I think a fair price uh, for us. Uh, so yeah, if you get him, great. But you are not the only club interested in him. I've heard. I think it was Liverpool yesterday. Uh, were we can beat them? Inquiring, inquiring. Well, depending on how you know they've. Um, Treated Carvalho. Uh, I'm not sure where they want to go in for him, but you know, it could be could be any could be any of the clubs that link to West Ham, Leeds, Everton, Spurs, Newcastle, Liverpool. Literally, could be anyone. Thoughts on that price, Dan? Uh, Twenty five million. Um, to be honest, I can't really say I've seen much of him, um, so I can't really comment on the price tag. To be honest. Um, uh... Yeah. Should we go back to that comment because uh, I see Annie laughing. Um, Spacebar said, um, "Ask a Bristol City, Bristol City fan about European football is taking the piss." And that's exactly, <laughs> no, no, sorry. And that is exactly why I asked the question. Win. We go to Cardiff away every season. Apart from this season, we win every time. So okay. Uh, Joy B says that they have to watch if Gordon does start. Uh, then if he doesn't go over the top, uh, uh, trying to prove himself. Look, I think if Gordon starts against Aston Villa, he will give a hundred and ten percent, like he does in every every performance. When you step on that football pitch, I feel like he's um, a bit of a, a Roy Keane mentality player. Um, I feel like when he steps over that pitch, he's completely the devil. Um, if you get in his way, he'll he'll put you out of the way. But off the pitch, he seems really nice, and he's a ni- and he's a nice lad. Um, uh, so um, only a baby, a baby, a baby. <laughs> Same the other day on about Robertson. Yeah, so that Roy Keane, um, he never cracked a smile, bless him. Uh, but uh, when, when he said that and everyone laughing, he had to crack a smile, didn't he, Roly? Uh, do, do you think uh, Gordon's got a bit of a Roy Keane um, um, mentality about him? You talk to me? Yeah, talk to you, Roly. Yeah, um, it's a very difficult one, that, because I think he's got that, that sort of determination and he wants to impress, but. Roy Keane's a, a very different sort of animal to just about any player that I've seen. Um, but he's got that world to win. He wants to impress. Uh, he's got a bit of fire in him, which needs to sort of like control a bit. Uh, but I think comparing him to Roy Keane is a bit unfair. <laughs> no, I'll say about a Roy Keane mentality. Yeah, yeah even that. Um, is, I think Roy Keane is unique in, in his mentality. Um I don't think I don't think I've seen a player with the same mentality has. I don't think there's anyone's come even close because he's a, he's a totally different animal in my opinion. And the right word is animal as well. 
<laughs> well, I think he's definitely calmed down since he's uh, coming to us, that's for sure. Uh, we're now going to go on to uh, predictions for the uh, Aston Villa game. We're going to start with uh, Mason. Uh, what are your predictions for Aston Villa, mate? It'll be a tough game because, obviously, I said earlier on that um, Villa, Villa have been a different side in their own eye. I mean, um, he got... He got he got like I said, he got like players out who he didn't want, two players who he wanted in, and he's got players like playing from playing from. Um so for me I think I'm gonna go for one one. One one. Because of because of because of the um hopefully Joel Linton and hopefully for Villa. Hopefully, Ooh. hopefully for Villa. Fucking no one for Villa. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think, I think Brent Diaz going, going as, I think Brent going to score for Villa. Well, I think uh, Ollie Watkins is on some fiery form. I'll tell you what, I, I won't be surprised if he scores. Like I say, it'll be a tough game on um, yeah Saturday. I'll be happy with a win, but I feel like it's just going to be a one-one draw. Right. Thank you for coming on, Mason. And uh, no make problem. sure you get yourself back on uh, next week as well. It's been a pleasure. Cheers, lads. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, Mason. Cheers, Mason. Um, Dan, now we're going to move on to you with your Aston Villa prediction. Yeah, I think it will be a tough game, but I think um, I think we're going to get another three points. I think it's going to be 2 0 Newcastle. Scorers? Um, Isaac and Big Joe. Lovely. Uh, thanks for coming on, Dan, and uh, get yourself back on next week. Cheers, mate. Cheers, guys. See you later. See you later. Roly, uh, let's, let's uh, see what your predictions are then for Aston Villa. Yeah, I've not been impressed uh, with Villa in, over those last few games. Um, I didn't see the game against um, Forest, but saw the game against Chelsea. Um, they, had two, they had two or three shots in the whole game. And they were gifted goals by um, Chelsea. We're not going to do that. Um, I don't think they're going to score. Um, and if we played like we did in the second half against Brentford, um, we'll win quite comfortably. Um, if we don't, it'll be a little bit harder. Um, so I'm going for 3 0 Newcastle. 3-0, uh, put yeah. the L. I'll take that. Yeah, I, I, think, I don't think they're going to score. Um, really? if, if No, no, I've not been impressed with them going forward. Uh, not at all. Um, against Chelsea, they were gifted two goals, literally. Uh, and um, like Watkins finished, uh, they finished them well, but they were gifted the opportunities. I think Isaac will score. Um, let's have a Bruno. And we haven't seen a Trips free kick for a long time. Yeah, I, uh, Trips as a uh, delivery and uh, set pieces haven't been up to scratch yeah. in the recent weeks. But it'll be lovely to um, give him a bit more confidence. Um, yeah, from, he's overdue. From the, uh, from he's the, overdue a goal from a free kick. <laughs> yeah, uh, last free kick uh, goal was Man City, I believe, wasn't it, Billy? Yeah, Man City, yeah. Right. August then, August twenty first. That's yeah, been a while. Yeah, definitely want that Kieran Trippy free kick. But thanks for coming on, Roly. Means yeah, a lot, mate. Yeah. And mate, get, get yourself back on next week. Okay. Cheers, mate. See you soon, Rolly. Come on, buddy. Uh, Annie, what are your thoughts then for Villa? I think it'll be tight. I agree with Rolly, actually. I don't think Villa will score. Um, I think Newcastle's defensible shot, 
show now. It's just it's, it's just whether Newcastle have got that quality to uh, break them down. I'll say you do. I'll go very very tight. One um, nil Newcastle win. Um, maybe from a counter attack or Isak or Murphy or something like that. Just you know, um, it'll be a very tight game. I think that's yeah. I'll go for one nil Newcastle. Um, you're going for Isak. These scores. Yeah, 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 sure. Isak, yeah. Uh, well, well, I, thanks don't for your prediction, Ali. Thank you for your check, Jack. We'll do ours Thursday, mate. Yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, me and Billy aren't going to do ours today, uh, guys. We'll be doing that Thursday on the preview. So get, get, get yourself down on Thursday for the preview. But thanks, Randy, for coming on. I'll see you next week. Right. See you, boys. Cheers, Ali. Yeah. Ta-da, mate. Uh, Ian says, uh, just joined. Has Paul had a new hairdo? Um, well, if his uh, if his hair's grown miraculously uh, um, this long, then um, yeah, fair play. Um, uh, great show, uh, um, great show, guys. Well done, Jack. Cheers, Ian. Cheers, Ian. Um, we're, oh, we're, will we be starting with the same starting eleven? Honestly, mate, I do not know. But I, Billy's shaking his head. Um, we, uh, we'll we'll come on to on Thursday with the uh, with a preview. Um, thanks for all the comments, guys. Um, I'm, I'm very very sorry. Um, if I do ever host a show again, it'll be a little bit better. Background will obviously be better, but I'm I'm on a laptop today, so um, it's a bit iffy. But um, thank you You've for guys. You've done perfect, mate. You've done perfect. Cheers, Billy. Uh, but thank you guys for watching. As always, everyone, make sure you guys to subscribe as well, and thank you for all the super chatters as well. It really does mean a lot. You can go follow our socials down in the description below, and if you want to go follow us on iOS or Android, uh, go on to our Instagram, and you should find the link there. Uh, but thank you for watching, everyone. Brilliant as always. Uh, thank you to the moderators as well, and of course, thank you to Billy and all the uh, all the uh, people uh, popping on. Uh, thank you, everyone, for that as always. But I'll see. You, we'll see you on the. Um, is it tomorrow? We're doing a live tomorrow. I'm not sure. I'm not sure, mate. Um, you have to keep your eye on the notifications. But yeah, don't forget to turn on post notifications so you'll be notified when we go live or do upload a video. Thank you for all your support as always, everyone, and we'll see you later. How are the lads? How are the lads, lasses? <laughs> Can't end it. Can't do it. Sorry for this, everyone. I can't end the live. My computer's not doing it.